Happy holidays and thank you for joining me for episode 180 of the Just One More Road podcast hosted by me, Dana of Unwind. How's everybody doing? We're in the lead up to Christmas. Christmas, um, as of recording, I'm recording this on December 10th, so Christmas is two weeks from tomorrow. That feels super soon to me. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like the end of this year in particular has just really flown by. Um, I am frantically trying to get some things done and, you know, I'm moving a little slower now because of my surgery and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, uh, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get in it. So I'm actually sitting here right now knitting on my Adventuresome Wrap. This pattern is by Amba O'Brien. This was her 2019 Advent pattern. One of the Advent patterns. I think she came out with two this year. This is one of the two. This is the one that I chose to use with my Advent kit from Unwind, my, my business. I wanted to go ahead and knit something up so that I could show every day what that day's colorway looks like. So I am currently knitting day 17 and it is the 10th. So I've lost a little bit of my lead because I've been super busy the last few days. So I'm going to try to make up for it today and tomorrow. I'm going to try to get two colors done per day just so that hopefully I can uh, stay ahead of everybody else a little bit. Um, I am really enjoying seeing how everything is knit up. But as you guys know that have been listening for a while... I am not a huge fan of knitting really big things. <laughs> like, I like smaller things. I like quicker finishes. And this one has started to feel like a slog just simply because it is so big. Um, I, As I said, I've, I'm 16 days in, so I've got 16 bars of color plus the little um, eyelet rows between to kind of separate them out. And it is well over... Um, it's well over four feet long already, so it's going to be a really big piece. Uh, it's going to be rather dramatic and sweepy and all that fun kind of stuff. Um, and I love the colors, and I'm really proud of my color order. I think I did a good job with how I laid out my colors before I started. And I'm, as I said, I'm knitting it in the same order that they were packaged in, so hopefully people are getting the opportunity to see a whole bunch of different varieties of my work and my dye style and all that kind of fun stuff. So, um, so far I've gotten all good feedback from everybody. So I'm really proud of, of the work that I did on this. And I have had a couple of questions about some of the colorways. And unfortunately, I'm not going to be making any of the Advent colorways that were new to this um, Advent kit. I'm not going to be making them available this year. I'm not able to dye yarn right now because of my knees. So, um, they will be available next year at the holidays. And I've also had quite a few people say that they wish that they had gotten the kit. And the only thing I can say is I tried to advertise it as much as possible. I, I can't really help the decisions that some people made that they didn't want to do it. Um, I tried to make it as accessible as possible with the price that I, I put it at. And also um, the fact that I let people break it up in payments. To be totally honest, I really didn't pay myself enough for the work that this that this entailed. So um, next year I will be doing it again. I will have signups probably in July, like I did this year. And if you want it, I just suggest you know go ahead and marking your calendar to start looking for my posts because I'll be putting it up on Instagram and I'll also mention it on the podcast and in my Unwind group. 
I'll do the best I can to make sure that everybody knows about it. But, you know, um, I'm not planning on sending out reminder emails or anything like that. So if this is something that you want to do for 2020, just be sure that you keep an eye out for my post. I have not worked on my Soldatna since the last recording, um, which makes me really sad. But to be honest, I've bitten off a little more than I can chew with Christmas knitting this year. I don't normally make as much as I have this year, but uh, to be completely bald about it, money's really tight. So I'm trying to make as much stuff with stuff I already own as possible because um, I'm trying to keep us from being too strapped. The medical bills this year have been astronomical. I'll spare you the gory details, but let's just say that um, we probably could have bought a used car with what we've spent out this year. So I'm trying to make sure that I don't throw us into debt by overdoing it with Christmas. So a lot of what we've done for Christmas, I, I usually shop early and I did this year, but um, I've also tried to make quite a few things just to kind of defray some of the normal Christmas cost. So um Unfortunately, that means that knitting for me has gone to the back burner because even though like say the shawl is mine, but you know, it's also a shop sample. So <laughs> it's work knitting. Um, I am knitting some mitts for my Color Straight co-leader of my team. Um, her name is Stephanie and she lives in Orlando and she is not a knitter. So it is really unusual for me to knit for a non-knitter just because um, I don't feel like they appreciate <laughs> the work that goes into it. But she's seen me knit. She hears me talk about knitting. We talk all the time and we're friends outside of um, running our team together. So um, I'm trying... I'm going to knit her some mitts because, I mean, although she lives in Orlando, it does still get chilly and she does have some dogs that she, um, she has some pet dogs. So she's walking her dogs in the mornings and stuff and she's always complaining about her hands being cold. So I'm using some leftover DK. I could not tell you who the dyer was. Um, I think I know where it came from, but I can't find any reference to it in my stash. So I'm just going to say it's beautiful. It's a multi-tonal purple. It is spiral pooling a little bit, but it's in such an interesting way. I don't really mind. And I don't think she's going to care either, of course, because, you know, she's she's not a knitter. So most people don't care about things like that like we do, I don't think. Um, but I'm just, I'm kind of winging the pattern that I'm using. I'm just using a... Um, like the, the number of cast on from the beeswax mitts because Stephanie's a bigger person than I am. Um, she's six feet tall. And I've known that when we took pictures of our nails together at conference, her hands are bigger than mine. So I'm just making them slightly larger than what I would want for myself. Um, I've lengthened the palm a little bit more too. And I'm using the thumb gusset from the, uh, it was a pattern called welted fingerless mitts. It used to be available through church, church mouse yarns and tees. And now I think it's reverted to the designers. Um, I think the rights have reverted to her because that's not how it's listed in the in Ravelry anymore. So I'm, I used the thumb on it because I like that thumb. So anyway, I'm almost done with the first mitt. I'm to the ribbing at the top and then I have to knit the thumb. And then of course I have to knit the entire second mitt. And I really need to get that done so that I can get it out the door because I want her to have them in time for Christmas. And with as long as the post office takes to ship things now, you know, get things to people. I don't want to risk them being late. Um, I still need to put heels and toes in the sock blanks that uh, Jen Daisy knits, the one that she, uh, she used, she cranked the tubes for me. I haven't gotten to those yet. And I realized this morning while I was talking to Tiffany, my best friend, the project bag, um, that 
I only have about a week before my husband is off work for the rest of the year. So I'm going to have to prioritize his very soon because I need to work on them when he is not home. <laughs> so I may take those with me to knit night tonight and go ahead and get started working on working on his socks. Um, I, I don't think it will take me very long to knit heels and toes. It's really just a matter of, um, you know, figuring out the length of the foot. I'll probably work the heel first just so that I know for sure that I've got enough yarn available for that and then the toe as well. So I'm excited about those. They're out of my celebration sock base, which is the rainbow tweed. So they're in evergreen. So they're, they look like Christmas tree, like a Christmas tree with ornaments on them. It's really cute. Um, I did start the Zuzu's petals for Jeannie, my water aerobics teacher. I'm um, almost to the point where I can join it in the round. So that's got to get worked on too. Like I've got so much knitting to do in the next few days. It's insane. Um, and I'm also working on my ornament for the swap here in the group. So I've, and I've got to get that done immediately too. So yay, lots of things, all the things, all the things. Concluded. The only thing that I could think of, I mean, I'll check rivalry real fast but I don't really think I have anything else other than the beeswax mitts to report is finished I think that was it yeah that's it so I did finish mom's beeswax mitts she came this past weekend to have Christmas with us um, we had to do it early because of her work schedule she works for a doctor that will not let them off in the month of December unless he is going to be off and my mom is the only person that has to travel for holidays, so fortunately, she was able to get off for Friday, so she came down Friday and spent Saturday and then went back Sunday, so it was all too short, but we were able to um, do our Christmas with her and spend some time with her, and that was that was good. I did make her the beeswax mitts. They are a pattern by Amy Vandelar. They are a paid pattern, and they are... Um, I won't be honest, they are complex and they are not anything that um, I would recommend doing for a quick gift knit because I don't think they're that fast. <laughs> but they're beautiful and in the color that they were in, I did them in my goldenrod on my Touring DK base. And they were very, um, they're very dramatic in that base and they're very pretty. And um, I love the cable, The it's not really cabling, it's it's twisted stitches. Um, not twisted it's traveling stitches so I really like them I um, I don't think I'll be making them again just because of the patterning every single row got a little bit exhausting after a while but I'm glad that I did something so complex for her because if anybody deserves complicated knitwear it's my mother all right incoming uh, I'll just be honest uh, January through March is going to be all about me and it's not going to be any kind of deadline knitting uh, I think I'm going to have my fill of that after sitting here working on all of this stuff and being kind of frantic for a while. I, I haven't felt this much pressure when it comes to Christmas knitting or holiday knitting in a really long time. So I don't like this feeling and there I am remembering now why I don't do this anymore. <laughs> so I am going to make January through March all about me and I'm going to work on things I want to work on and I'm going to finish all these sweaters that I have on the go that need to get done. Um, I still need to finish Sunset Highway. I'd like to finish Saldotna. There's other things that I'd like to make that are just for me. Um, I won a contest in a podcast group and got a pattern of my choice and I picked something that has been in my queue for a really long time 
and I want to make that. Um, I'll talk about that next time. So that'll give me something to talk about. But I, I just really need to take a break from work, from the pressure of working on stuff for other people. So that is my plan for January. I'd love to hear your all's plans and what you plan to do at the beginning of the year. And if you did a whole lot of holiday holiday knitting I'd love to hear about it I'd love to hear about what your experience has been like this year because I feel like this holiday season has just been unusually frantic it's I don't know I'm not really sure what's going on uh, so you say nothing really um my cousin-in-law her quilt came back from the long arm quilter and it came to me so I just need to attach the binding to it so that is actually on my docket for this weekend um, it's going to involve me getting my six foot tables that I normally use for vending out of the garage and setting them up in the hall and using them to support the quilt while I push it around because it is a queen size quilt and that is going to be the biggest one that I have ever put binding on and to be honest while I have that out I may go ahead and bind a quilt that I have for Chris in my bed because why not right um, if I'm going to take all the time to set all that up, I may go ahead and just do that. So that may happen this weekend. Uh, I need, but I need to get her quilt done because it is her Christmas gift from her mother. And her mother keeps saying, Dana, Amanda's not a child. She knows that she's getting it and she doesn't care if it's late. But here's the thing, guys, y'all know me. I care if it's late. I don't want my dragging my heels on it to be the reason that she doesn't get her Christmas present in time. So, and we are seeing that family on the 21st for our family Christmas. So I want it done. That way she can be gifted this beautiful quilt by her mother. And that way I don't have to feel stressed about it anymore. <laughs> so that is getting done and I will do my best. Um, I probably won't be able to post pictures until she sees it. So it may be after Christmas before I'm able to post pictures. I may just pop them in the Ravelry thread, but they likely will not be on Instagram because she does follow me and I don't want her to see it until her mom has chosen to give it to her. All right, so maker's moment. I might as well just call this Dana Does Vinyl because <laughs> that's pretty much all I talk about in this sec section anymore. Um, I did complete everything that I mentioned in the last episode, the Lazy Susan for my aunt-in-law and uh, the one who I'm actually doing the quilt for her daughter. I finished that. I actually ended up doing, um, there, there are these little flannel bags and I got them in the the ones in the one spot I don't really think it's the one spot anymore because everything is in a dollar but anyway they were in the one spot at Target um it says just it called it just a zipper pouch but they're really large they're big enough to hold an iPad and they have a little faux fur pom-pom for the zipper pull and they're big so I bought two of those and I actually ended up personalizing them for um, one of the cousin-in-law's stepkids that are going to be at, um, I thought they were going to be at Thanksgiving and they ended up not coming. So they may possibly be at Christmas, but just in case they're not, um, my aunt-in-law has them because they're her step-grandkids. So she has them to give to them at Christmas. If not, she's going to, if they are coming, she's going to bring them to family Christmas so that they can get them there. But I wanted, I just did a basic vinyl cut. I did what they call a, um, God, now I can't even think about it. I can't even think of what they call it. But anyway, there's a technique that you can use that actually like blows the margins out when you do text. And it does, um, it lets it look kind of 
like it's been outlined in another color, which is really cool. Um, see what this is called offset that's what it's called sorry I always want to call it overcast it's not overcast it's offset so um, I did an offset with the text when I put their names on it so I, I put down white glitter first and then I put down like a cadet blue glitter and they were really pretty I did their names in script and they really liked them oh, well I mean I think they'll really like them because you know they're one's a preteen the other one's a teenager so I think they'll be they'll be nice for them um, so I did that for them. Uh, I did do all the family nutrition fact shirts. And to be totally honest, that fell flat. <sighs> Nobody would put their shirts on and get a picture. And it really, honestly, it made me really mad. And I don't, I won't be doing anything like that in the future. I won't be wasting my time or my money because I spent a lot of money and I didn't even get a family picture, which I was hoping for. So enough on that. I don't want to be angry on the podcast, but I, I'm still pretty ticked off of them about all that um so anyway so this time for makers moment i they they had those tech size bags at target but they also had these little bitty ones that were um that are like makeup bag sized and they're super cute and they're a variety of different plaids and then some were like gray solid so i'm going to do those and personalize them with their names for all of my color street directs all the girls who um roll directly up to me um, so Christy and Jen, sorry, you're going to get spoiled here. I'm not going to tell you what's going to go in it because there is going to be stuff going in it, but you guys are, if you guys hear this, you probably are going to hear it before I get them done and out. So anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry about that, but yeah, I'm planning on, uh, finishing those for them. I've got 11 directs and so I've got to make those bags. So I've got to design their names and then I'm going to basically do it like I did with the makeup bags for the girls. I'm going to offset and put white down and then put their names on in the in a color that coordinates with the pattern on the bag. So I'm really happy about doing those. I also might make some Christmas shirts for me and Madeline. Um, Walmart was running a sale on the shirts that I like to use for my shirt blanks for vinyl. So I've got a couple of shirts each for each of us that are in our current size. So I'm honestly thinking about maybe just doing something simple for Christmas um, for me and her. I think she'd really like that. She likes it when I make shirts for her and and do um, do some do some fun unusual things for her. Because I mean, then nobody at school is going to have exactly what she's wearing. So she really likes that. Um, she has several shirts that I've made for her, and, and she's a huge fan. In my ears, uh, I did finish the second book in the Todd Hunter Moon series by Angie Sage, and I am almost halfway through the third and final book in that series. I still haven't decided exactly what I'm going to read next. I've had a few people recommend book series to me, so if you have a book series that you've been reading that you love that's got more than a couple of books in it, because I hate it when they're like two books and then that's it. So if you have any more volumes than two series that you love, uh, hit me up and tell me what you like because I am interested in finding some new things. Um, I But I did with that second book in that series, I did meet my Goodreads goal for 2019, which was 52 books over the course of the year. So I would like, I'm probably going to end up hitting 54 because I'll finish this one and I probably will have one more book to read after this one. So I'm really proud of myself because that's a lot of books considering all the stuff I'm constantly doing, <laughs> you know, but I, I make time for it every day. And I think that's the key to getting anything done and accomplishing any goal is, you know, prioritizing your goal. So I'm, I'm definitely pleased with my, with my progress for the year. And I'm glad reading has become such a important part of my life again because I definitely missed it. 
where the wild things are. She's so excited about Christmas, y'all. She is every day wakes up and it's like, is today Christmas? No, it's not Christmas. Christmas isn't for a little bit. Oh, I want it to be Christmas. And I'm sitting here thinking, please don't wish our lives away. But you know, <coughs> I've been a kid. I know what it's like. And she is definitely just like <coughs> one of those people that loves family gatherings. Sorry, I was getting a drink of my drink here. Um, she's one of those people that loves family gatherings. She loves to go do fun things. She's she's a mover and a shaker more than I think I've ever been in my life since I'm a little more introverted. But she loves being around other people. And she is just super excited about Christmas. So I haven't taken her to see Santa yet because, to be honest, I've not been driving but a week. So um, it's been really busy. I'm planning on hopefully taking her um maybe Sunday right when the mall opens or something I might I might try to take her on Sunday um I normally dress her up a lot to take her to go see Santa but this year I don't really have a super dressy outfit so I think I'm just gonna put her in something cute and Christmassy and not worry about it um when my mom was here we made and decorated sugar cookies together and that was a really fun memory oh my gosh they were so terrible looking and <laughs> The icing just kind of like slid on the cookies and it blurred together and you can't even tell what things were supposed to be. Um, but we had a lot of fun and we made some memories and she she's already asking to do it again. So we might do it again before Christmas. Um, I really did enjoy the experience of doing that with her. She's getting to the point where she's asking to help a lot more so we have created a chore chart for her with uh, what we feel like are age appropriate things some of them require chris and my help which is fine and we are happy to help her but we are noticing um a little bit less tantrumy behavior when she feels like she's in control of something and contributing in the household so that's our goal with this is to really just help her develop and and feel a sense of responsibility and hopefully because she is helping with cleanup of things that will make her pause when it's time for her when she decides she wants to make a mess so that's our hope is that we can we can get that kind of under control because you know uh, kids kids love to make a big mess but then they don't like to clean it up so I feel like if she's responsible for some of the cleanup hopefully she will she will, uh, you know, keep herself, you know, in check a little bit more with that. Um, she also is helping me cook dinner now. I, I try to keep the task to, you know, something that she definitely couldn't hurt herself on. But last night, even if she just watches me, I talk about how I'm doing things and why I'm doing things and why I use certain spices and things like that. Um, because I know my mom did the same with me and my grandparents all did that with me. You know, cooking was a very big part of our family culture. And I'm trying to make it a big part of her life as well because I want her to be able to do that kind of stuff when she eventually grows up and leaves my home. I want her to be able to, you know, be confident in her cooking and confident in her cleaning and all of her domestic skills and to keep ahead of it. That way it doesn't creep up and she doesn't live in a pigsty. <laughs> so, uh, because we are clutter people and I'm trying to raise her to not be as much of one as we are. So hopefully that will, <laughs> that will work. Um, but she's really loving the helping of the cooking. She thinks that's cool. Uh, last night I did a pork tenderloin in the Instant Pot. So I showed her how I 
cut it up and how I remove the fat and why how I mix the the sauce together and I let her pour the sauce in on top of it and put the lid on the instant pot and I let her help me set the timer so you know and then she got to eat it and she actually ate really awesome because she was like daddy I helped make this I helped make this so you know that's that's also been a really positive step forward Okay, info into the wool 2020. I'm going to be a broken record, so fast forward about three minutes if you don't care about this. Um, the it's the September the 17th through the 20th, and the cost is 400 per person, and it will include eight meals, lodging, snacks and drinks, all activities, entrance to the vendor market, a fully loaded goodie bag, and a T-shirt. Attendee signups are always on February 1st at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, and there are 90 attendee spots. We have, we're going to have nine vendors, and I'm a hybrid vendor and coordinator, so I count in both sides. So, And then one coordinator spot for Tiffany for a total of 100 spots for the weekend. Um, so we really hope that you'll consider joining us for 2020. 20, the, the past couple of years have just been so amazing. The weather's been beautiful. Everybody's been so nice. We've had a lot of fun. Um, if you heard our recap episode when Tiffany was still here, you heard all about it. And I really hope that we can entice you to come join us for the weekend. Uh, this has become such a huge part of my life and so many people's lives. And it's like the one weekend a year when you are not responsible for anybody but yourself. All you have to do is show up and people feed you. You don't have to clean anything. You don't have to make sure that anybody's dressed other than you. You're really only responsible for yourself. And we try to create a fun yet peaceful environment where you get to choose the amount of activity that you want to do. We don't require anybody to be anywhere except at the beginning part when we do our little announcements and giveaway door prizes we require people to be at the end so that you can get a door prize and hear information about the next year and we do like for you to come to meals because we want to make sure that you're eating other than that you can do anything you want you can go to everything and be a joiner and have a, you know a super packed schedule or you can sit on your butt and look at the lake all weekend it is utterly up to you and you can make your mind up when you get there what you want to happen you don't have to make decisions ahead of time the only thing that we require signups for ahead of time are our classes and that's just because with this number of people that come we have to make sure that our classes are not totally overrun and that our teachers can really help the folks that are in the classes but um you know other than that we don't require you to announce what you're doing to anyone so Hope you'll consider joining us. It's not that long till signups. And then um, the money is always due in April. So, um, well, the end of March, beginning of April. So if you're going to be getting Christmas money, it's a good idea to put some money back. That's one of the reasons I'm announcing it so much at this time of year. So what feels like so far in advance to everybody but me and Tiffany. <laughs> um we will be sending out vendor selection emails on Thursday the 12th, and they will be announced to the public in January ahead of t attendee signups. We usually announce them about two weeks out so that you guys can know who's going to be at the market. So if you have applied, we, we appreciate your application, and we'll be letting you know soon. All right, announcements. Hear ye, hear ye. We are now in the last two-month period of 6 and 19. I'm the sponsor again this month, and the prize is a skein of yarn from my shop the winner can take a pick the shop is fully loaded right now I've been putting stuff up um, as things sell down so thank you so much to everyone who has 
purchased something, I really, um, I really appreciate your support. Um, and I know that a lot of you that follow me on Instagram will know that I've been doing a fundraiser this week for a member of the fiber community who lost her husband in a tragic accident. By the time this goes up, it will likely be over. But through, just in case I do get this up earlier today, through midnight tonight on December 10th, 20% of all of my Unwind Yarn Company sales will be going to Amy Manko of Ross Farms. Her husband, uh, Scott, was killed at the beginning of um, last week in a tragic farm accident. And of course, nobody's ever prepared to lose their spouse that they've only been married to for 14 short years. Um, and of course, she is understandably devastated. It was super tragic. He was such a kind person. I've, I've met him multiple times at fiber festivals and they had an amazing, loving, supportive partnership. And I'm just gutted for her. So I've been doing my best to try to raise a little bit of money to help offset some of the some of the expenses from his funeral and also because um, he did so much on the farm she's going to have to hire a lot of that done now so the need is not going to end with the funeral so I'm trying to do what I can to help her um, and I also have a color straight party running uh, through midnight tonight where I'm donating 20% of all sales, um, which is all but 5% of my commission. I get 25% commission on stuff that sells online. Um, so I'm donating 20% from that party to her. Um, if you do hear this today and you would like to go on there, um, you can click the link in my Instagram profile. Or if you navigate to my color straight shop, you can click, there's a, you select a party uh, purple box at the top you can click to change the party and it's called fundraiser for amy manko so if you decide that you want to purchase some color street there um, 20 percent from that party will go to her as well speaking of color street the christmas strips are amazing and if you need a quick gift i have most of them in my on hand stock just reach out and i can ship same day or next day if it's after the mail's already run but my mail to be totally honest my mail runs super late so likelihood is I can probably get it out same day. Um, check out my Color Straight site to see all of the available sets for yourself. Join my Facebook VIP group if you would like to get all of the best deals because I regularly do stuff. Um, and just FYI, I'm going to be doing some Christmas trivia, a live Christmas trivia challenge this weekend in my group. And I'm the prizes are heavily discounted sets um, that I cannot talk about the exact prices outside of my group because it's against my contract but if you'd like to get some fabulous deals come play some christmas trivia with us you got to be a member of the group to play um, you can request a sample at the url in the show notes if you haven't tried it yet please only one sample per customer i appreciate that all right, we're going to be doing 6 and 20, which is the same as 6 and 19 and 6 and 18. I think we've been doing this a couple of years now. Um, basically, the, the deal is going to be the same. Minimum of 150 yards in one project uh, per two-month period. You can double dip with other knit-alongs. Um, if you make a whole bunch, like it, it needs to be like a pair of something, um, you you know, the, the the rules are all up in the current thread. You can go look at them. I'm not going to sit here and try to belabor that point. Um, but I have I have some favors to ask. And this is something that I've, I've been kicking around talking about for a while. But I really don't. Um, I don't like to air a whole bunch of personal business on the podcast. I try to let you guys feel like you 
do get a glimpse into my life outside of of this podcast but at the same time I don't um I don't like to talk about a whole lot of personal stuff just because it's private but um I'll be completely honest um unwind has not been doing super great um taking a maternity leave killed my business to be totally honest um I was making a living wage prior to having my daughter and I was making a, a decent amount of money and able to contribute a lot more to bills. And when I took maternity leave, in the knitting world, if you are not constantly putting your stuff in front of people, people forget about you. And it's just, unfortunately, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, you know, people people forget about what isn't right in front of them. And I have had some people that have continued to support me uh, throughout the years since in the intervening years. And I, I'm not I'm not demeaning the fact that I do have that support and I, I, you know, still vend at shows and I sell at shows, but I'm not making a living wage off of Unwind anymore. And I've had to back down and back down and back down how much time I'm invested in it because it really only makes sense to invest the time in something that's producing income. And there for a while, I was doing regular shop updates and nobody was purchasing anything. So I was, my shop was filling up and filling up and filling up and filling up and I had no sales. So I, you know, last year made the decision at the end of the year to back my shop down to only 25 listings. So number one, I wouldn't be paying, you know, $30 a month to have my shop with a hundred listings in it. And number two, you know, um, I didn't want to invest more money in stock to just sit there and not sell in my shop. Um, and having only 25 listings kind of took the pressure off with having to have a full shop all the time. Um, but to be honest, I just have not had that many orders. Um, up until this fundraiser for Amy Manko, I'll be totally honest, I've sold like $100 worth in two months of yarn online. And that's really hard for me because, you know, I've been doing this since 2006. I've been full-time since 2011. And I love what I do and I love the creativity aspect. But it's getting harder and harder to justify having unwind when I'm not making any money. Um, I only make money a couple of times a year. And it's really only enough for me to break even with my travel that it takes to get to shows and all of the money that I have to spend to buy the stock. And, you know, I've got this rather large show stock that I keep separate from my on-hand stock with, you know, the unwindyarncompany.com. And when things aren't selling, you know, I'm sitting on all this stuff and I just can't, I can't move it. And um, it's getting really hard for me to justify to keep Unwind open. So I'm going to stay open through 2020, but... If things don't turn around somewhat and sales don't pick up, then I'm not going to be able to do unwind anymore. And that kills me. It hurts. It hurts me more than I could ever express to anyone because I built this business. I started with $100 that my grandfather gave me to buy some yarn and some dye. And um, I've built this business from that. But, you know, sometimes you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. And it's getting to the point where I'm thinking that I may have to end up folding with that. And that, that really sucks. And I'm sad. I'm really sad. Sadder than you guys can possibly know. But that also leads into the podcast. Um, I'm paying money to have this podcast available for people. 
And like, I just ended up having to pay hosting fees and I've not had a donation in ages. And then I'm also running this knit along and I'm not getting any prizes donated. So I'm having to front the money for that. So having this podcast is also costing me money. So, um, I, I'm not ashamed. I am ashamed in one way, but in the other way, I just feel like, you know, if you are getting enjoyment out of this podcast, and you like the yarn that I dye, the best thing that you can do to help me would be to go on my site and place an order. Or if there's something that you're looking for that I don't have on the site, send me a message because I may have it dyed up in my shop stock and I'm happy to sell it out of my shop stock. I just don't want to have all that listed online anymore. So really the best thing you can do if you want to keep me afloat and keep the podcast uh, available because if Unwind ends, so will the podcast, to be honest. Um, been doing this podcast for a really long time. I've had two different co-hosts, several guest co-hosts. You know, I've enjoyed it and I've enjoyed you guys. But um, 2020 is going to be the final test for everything with um, both Unwind and Just One More Row. So if you are someone who would like to support me, please consider making a purchase. Um if you don't want to make a purchase, if you're on a yarn diet and you just want to support me, there is a donate button on the sidebar of the podcast show notes page. Uh, every little bit helps. Um, the shipping is getting to be really expensive with shipping prizes. So in 2020, all of the prizes are going to be patterns. And if you're a designer and you would like to donate a pattern download code for the winner, um, either for a specific pattern or just a pattern from your online shop. I would love it if you would get in contact with me. That would be really helpful to help um, offset some of the costs that I'm having to do. And of course, I would be more than happy to promote your your pattern business um, you know on the podcast. I would love to do that. Um, and I love to I love to support pattern pattern designers as well. You know, I've provided a lot of yarn support over the years because I believe that, um, it's a symbiotic relationship. If if designers aren't working with your yarn, then it's really hard to get your yarn noticed. And designers need yarn because, you know, they need to be able to create new beautiful patterns and um, showcase showcase their work as well. So uh, I appreciate you listening to me. Thank you for thank you for putting up with that. Um, like I said, I just uh it's just getting to the end of the road, guys. And I'm, I'm hoping that I'm able to turn it around and bring it back. But if I can't, then, you know, the end of December of 2020 will be the end of Unwind and of Just One More Row. So just a heads up. Um, I We did complete the swap uh, partners. The Elfster sent out emails. If you didn't get an email with your partner's information, please let me know. Um, we only had a few people sign up, which I understand it's kind of late to, to be talking about this. So um, I'm glad for those of you who did. So thank you for that. Don't forget to ship your swap gifts by the 17th of December to ensure delivery before Christmas. It would be really great, actually, if you could do it by the 16th. That's the date that I've been telling people for Color Street that I can um, ship stuff out and make sure that the post office gets it to them on time. So um you know, try to get your stuff shipped out. I'm excited. I can't wait to uh, do some fun little things for my partner. I've, I've got some plans and I'm excited about getting to do that. So, all right, guys, well, sorry to end on kind of a sad note. I'm, I'm a little down right now after I'm just talking about that. So I'm going to go. 
but I will try to record again right after Christmas, right before New Year's. So I hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday with their family. If you celebrate, if you don't, happy winter solstice. It's coming up in just a few days. And I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. Talk soon. Bye.